Hi, my name is Darren from Tax, and today I want to talk about capital gains tax in Portugal. And I think it's quite topical because there's been some recent changes to the regime. Uh, but before we get into it, again, Darren Tax, please have a look at our website where we have over 2,000 articles, over 1,000 videos on all things international taxes. We try to help international investors and entrepreneurs, expats, demystify the somewhat arcane world of cross-border taxation. So, so, so that's a little plug. Thanks for bearing with me. So I'm talking about Portugal, even though right now I'm in the US, and right, you know, during the winter months, sometimes Portugal gets a bit, you know, gets a little bit chilly. Not as chilly as Northern Europe, obviously. It still is, you know, there are still benefits of being uh, being so far south and having that Mediterranean climate, but still it's a bit chilly. So I'm in Miami. And like many of our clients, I myself, I practice what I preach. So I am tax resident in multiple jurisdictions. So they, some of the, the, the pain points that my clients experience and you guys experience, I experience them as well. So, right. But having said that, please, this is not advice. I am a tax consultant, but I'm not your tax consultant. Not yet anyway. So as always, I strongly advise that you consult with someone who is an expert in the various jurisdictions in which you're exposed. Again, if you're speaking to someone who is Portugal tax uh, oriented, make sure they understand the U.S. if it is at your U.S. Portugal. Or if you are also, if you have a foot in the UK or Canada still, you probably want someone who understands Portugal, UK, Portugal, Canada, as the case may be. So, so do keep that in mind. So let's speak generally about capital gains taxes in Portugal. So generally, when you make capital gains from financial assets, you have a choice. You can either aggregate those gains into your, your regular income, your ordinary income, and it'd be taxed at whatever your marginal tax rate is, which in Portugal is between 14 and 48%, right? 48, yeah, I know it's pretty high. But so you can, you can choose to have it treated that way, or you can have it taxed at an autonomous rate of 28%. So that, that's a choice that, that you'd face. If it is that you have sold shares, and so most of our clients would fall into that category where they, they have to make that determination, right? And for the most part, they're high income earners. So it's a no-brainer. They just run with 28%. So that, that is that. It's not a conversation, really, at least in terms of the people that we service. Now, if it is that you have invested in shares, uh, SMEs or micro-small enterprises that are not listed in the stock exchange in Portugal, so this is domestic, uh, there's a special regime where only 50% of that gain is subject to taxes in Portugal. So, so that's a, another variance. So we already spoke about, we spoke about generally, there's a special treatment of capital gains from micro and small companies not listed in the stock exchange, Portugal. And thirdly, you have real estate. Real estate is a specialized area. Again, you want to deal with a real estate specialist uh, because it, it can get pretty nuanced. But generally speaking, if it is that you have, if you have capital gains from real estate outside of Portugal, if you're under the NHR, the non-habitual resident, and you can have a Google and have a look at a video, the videos that we have done that have dealt with NHR, if you're not familiar with it. But generally speaking, that'll be excluded. If it is, but NHR aside, so if you're dealing with domestic real estate, so real estate in, in, in Portugal, it, 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 is, it, it does get pretty complicated, at least from, from my point of view as a, as a non-real estate expert uh, when it comes to Portugal. But 50% of the gains arising from the sale of the real estate, assuming that you are a tax resident in Portugal, will be taxed at that rate of between 14 to 48%, that, that marginal tax rate. 
but there are circumstances where that could be even more modified or you, the gain may be completely exempt. So for example, there's a, a primary residence uh, benefit as well. There's also the equivalent of what we in the US know as a 1031 exchange, where you sell that primary residence or you sell a residence and you take, that, take the money arising therefrom and you invest in another residence or you invest in a development project. So you may get some sort of exemptions like in, in that space. So again, I strongly recommend that you speak with an expert in the real estate space because it gets pretty uh, nuanced as it does in most jurisdictions, including the US, right? So I, I don't think that's that's unusual. But having so I've set out what is the, the existing situation. Now, things have changed, things have changed. Uh, I think it was sometime around summer uh, probably around June, July, I think. Anyway, they, there was a, a budget or a proposal from the, from the sitting government in Portugal where they have introduced a modification to capital gains when it comes to, you know, modification when it comes to securities, particularly. So we're talking about financial assets. So previously, there, as I mentioned before, there was no distinction between short and long-term capital gains. They just bunched everything like capital gains. Uh, as capital gains, which of course is quite different from how we do it in the US where we have short-term and long-term capital gains. So in a way, it's going to become more aligned with how we understand it in the US. So if you have short-term capital gains, so th there's a, a, a sale within 365 days of purchase, then it'll be taxed at your ordinary tax rate. So whatever your marginal tax rate would have been between 14 and 48%, you have no choice. It has to be bundled in with the rest of your income and will be taxed accordingly. So there is no option of 28%. That's going to be removed and be restricted to long-term capital gains only. And this would only apply this mandatory uh, short-term capital gain treatment would only apply if it is your highest tax rate, the highest tax band, which is the 48%, which is when you earn income over 79K euros, which is basically all of our clients because we don't deal with clients who earn less than that, generally speaking, right? So... Yeah, so you'd be looking at that short-term capital gain treatment. There are, again, it's quite, these things can be nuanced as with taxes, you know, it's really hard to pay to the broad breast. These things are very nuanced. There are exceptions to that. So for example, I've seen discussions where if it is that you hold the financial assets within a Portugal company, then uh, it may be excluded from that short-term capital gain treatment. So again, speak to your preferred tax team who understand the jurisdictions in which you're exposed and get advice that, uh, that is relevant to you. There have also been some changes in crypto, but um, we're going to discuss that in another video. So have a look at another video for that. Thank you for your time. We really appreciate it. And we'll see you in the next video. Thank you. Bye-bye. So if you're a six, seven, or eight-figure investor, entrepreneur, or business owner who needs a tailor-made solution from a qualified team of professionals, we can help you achieve the international lifestyle, the freedom, and even the tax savings you're looking for. Visit us at htj.tax and live that international life.